Coming up. Don't give yourself more credit than you ought to give yourself. All right, that's right. Okay, because the truth is, you may not say a lot of things in front of other people's, but when you get by yourself, though, it, it starts to come out. I know because I'm one of them. I'm, a, I'm an introvert and when I'm around folk, I can shut my mouth. But oftentimes when I'm by myself, yeah. it starts coming out. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. Some of us struggle with submitting to authority because we've been on the receiving end of misused power. But the authority of Jesus Christ can be trusted and wholeheartedly accepted. Learn why and how in the message series, Accepting the Authority of Jesus Christ. Here's Pastor Rob and his wife Carolyn with the fifth message in the series, Verbal Acceptance. And so on your outline, write this down. We need to understand the potential of verbal accept, verbally accepting Jesus's authority. We need to understand the potential of verbally accepting Jesus's authority. Now this means we, we give Jesus authority over the words we speak. That's what yeah. we're talking about. Giving him authority over what comes out of our mouths. Uh, we don't just say whatever we want to say. Not if we're accepting Jesus's authority. The world says it is a good thing to tell it like it is. Mm -hmm. I know y'all heard that before and you may have even used those words yourself. Tell it like it is. Mm -hmm. That's what the world tell us to do. Yeah. But the Bible doesn't say to do that. The Bible says that we should speak the truth in love. Mm -hmm. it's, it, it, it puts some parameters to that. <laughs> it don't just say you can just blurt out whatever it is or whatever it's like yeah. uh, just to say it. No, it says tell the truth, but do it in love. Truth and love. Truth and love. That's what the Bible teaches us. So let's not ascribe to that freedom to just tell it like it is, no matter what what, it, what the circumstances is. That is not appropriate. Let me give you an example of how it wouldn't be appropriate. If, if somebody's done something that's bringing harm to themselves and they're in the throes of the harm, they're hanging off the ledge of a building because they did something they shouldn't have done. Uh, that's not the time to tell them that they did something they shouldn't have done. That's the time to help them up off the ledge. Okay. That's the time to exercise love. You can explore how they got to this place later. Okay. And you can talk about that then. And so that's an example of how just telling it like it is ain't sufficient. In fact, we should tell it like it could be. If you're going to say anything to somebody on the ledge, tell them, I'm going to get you up. <laughs> We're going to get you out of this. How about that? Tell them like it could be. That's right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and give them hope. Inspire hope into them. And yeah. Speak life into them. You know, That's right. Ephesians 4, 4, 15, it tells us to tell the truth in love. And then um, it tells the Bible tells us also that Jesus was full mm -hmm. of truth, but he was also full of of grace. 
It's important that we get that, that Jesus is full of truth and grace. Mm-hmm. And grace is, is an expression of love. That's all grace is, an expression Amen. of love. And Jesus was, was full of it. And as followers of Christ, we should be full of grace and truth. And so we're constantly battling or balancing, I should say, the, the, the administering grace and truth. It's a balancing act. Mm-hmm. And so we, we, we can't separate them. They should always be intertwined um, when we are interacting and living our lives and speaking things out of our mouths. Amen. So we want to do that. So there's a couple of reasons I want to share with you uh, why it's important to understand the potential of verbally accepting Jesus Christ. Number one, write this down. It is, it, it is a good indicator of our spiritual maturity. It is a good indicator of our spiritual maturity. When we verbally um, accept the authority of Jesus Christ, when we are careful about the words that come out of our mouth, when we give Jesus authority over what we speak, it becomes a good indicator of our spiritual maturity. Now, understand this. It's an indicator. It's an indicator. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people talk more openly than others. So you hear, you hear their verbal, their, their, what you hear their verbal mistakes more often. That's right. <laughs> okay, because <laughs> that's me. <laughs> they are prone to speak a little more, or they may be more. That's um, how I think. Right? They process while I they're process talking. Process while I'm talking. I'm or talking, they're, yes. they're 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 extroverted. Yeah. Um. And so, and I'm saying this because it's necessary to say so that the folks who are introverted or the ones who process without talking, Mm -hmm. don't give yourself more credit than you ought to give yourself. All right. That's right. Okay. Because the truth is you may not say a lot of things in front of other people's, but when you get by yourself though. Yeah, it, it starts to come out. I know because I'm one of them. I'm, a, I'm an introvert. And when I'm around folk, I can shut my mouth. But oftentimes when I'm by myself, yeah. it starts coming out. <laughs> All my thoughts start coming out. Like, what they what they do that for? What, what was that? <laughs> now, when I'm with people, I'm able to, to keep it in. But when I get by yeah. myself, sometime at my work in my cube, I'm working and I can run into a little snack. I'm gonna go. I start talking, and I go. Ooh, I hope nobody heard me. <laughs> <laughs> so all I'm saying is, don't give yourself undue credit because you just are naturally not a yeah. person who does that. Yeah. Because you still speak it. You yeah. just don't. You just not prone to do it in front of other folk. Amen. And so, um, but it's a good indicator of spiritual immaturity. So all I'm saying is an indicator. Mm-hmm. It's an indicator, and so, and it's good. The the, the, the scripture is very clear about that being so. Um, so, but when, like I said, when some people, nobody's in earshot, just you, it often comes out. Look at what it says in James three verse two. It says, "We all make mistakes often, mm-hmm. but those who don't make mistakes with their words have reached." Full maturity. Amen. Y'all see that? Yeah. It, it acknowledges. There's some points here that this, this passage is acknowledging. Mm-hmm. It's saying all of us mm-hmm. make mistakes often. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, we all make mistakes often. There's no, you know, the uh, uh, Romans 3.23 tells us that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Yes. And First John tells us that if you if you say that you have no, mm -hmm. no, no sin, you a liar. Uh, mm -hmm. And so we all make mistakes often. But then it goes on to say that those who make mis those who don't make mistakes with their words, though, have reached full maturity. maturity. So it's letting us know there's something um, that happens in our spiritual maturation mm -hmm. when we're able to not make mistakes with our words or our tongue. And the Bible uses a lot of different words to speak to the words that we speak. It uses, it uses speak, it uses tell, it, it uses um, tongue, it 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 uses uh, or oh, it uses lips. That's what I was trying to lips. think of. Sometimes it says the lips, mm -hmm. <laughs> the mm -hmm. lips of a foolish man. You know, yeah. stuff like that. And so it's telling us that we ought to be careful about when we take control. So you see, it's difficult. This is a difficult thing for us, as the text is saying, because we make a lot of mistakes, mm -hmm. and we need God's help. We need God's help in order to control the words that come out of our mouth. Amen. And y'all know, y'all ran into a lot of people and you had the disease yourself before. You yeah. know that foot and mouth disorder, the foot, foot in your mouth disease. Y'all heard about that, right? <laughs> and so I know yeah. I put my foot all 13 inches in my mouth on several occasions. Y'all get what I'm saying? Yeah. And so... Um, and, and I'm sure that you have run into this as well. So we don't want to, we don't want to do that. Ecclesiastes 3, 7 says this, and this gives us an example of how we can mess up here. It says, there is a time to be silent mm -hmm. and a time to speak. Mm -hmm. Okay. Amen. Real simple. There's a time to be silent and there's a time to speak. And I know you just like me. At times, we got our times mixed up. <laughs> we just we just missed it. Oh, I thought it was time to speak. <laughs> and these, oh, I thought it was time to be quiet, and now it's time I should be saying something. We get it mixed up sometimes. So, so some some have very little sense of timing. Y'all may you might be one of those, or you might know someone who just have very little sense of timing. They say the right thing at the wrong time too often. And, and some have very little sense. Y'all get, get what I'm saying? It's not just sense of timing. They just don't have much sense, <laughs> much sense at all. They say the wrong thing at the wrong time. Y'all probably ran into some folk like that, too. And we will jokingly say things about people like that. We'll just say, we'll say stuff like, you know, they don't have no sense. Uh -huh, that's right. <laughs> we'll make a joke about it, you know. But however, however, when it comes down to pleasing God, it's really not a joking matter. Mm -hmm. um, when you just letting everything come out your mouth. And we're going to we're going to see right. that as that's we right. talk more about this. It's so important. It's not a joking matter to be that person that just spews out all these things. Um, God has something to say about that. Mm -hmm. And so Man. we want to we want to please God because he's the reason we exist. You know, and it's and, it, and it's not something really to be joking about. We got to surrender to the authority of Jesus 
with our lips, with That's our right. tongue, on with our words, basis. with our mouth, on, <laughs> on a, a regular, regular basis. basis. Yes. We must do that. Yes. James 1.19, it simply says, yes. Yes. and you guys heard this One many my times, <laughs> my dear brothers and sisters, take <laughs> note of this. Mm -hmm. Everyone should be quick to listen and slow to speak. All right. Mm -hmm. Everyone mm -hmm. should be quick to listen and slow to speak. Yeah. You know, they. Yeah. You, I know you heard this said before. You got you got two ears and one mouth for a reason. <laughs> you know, and yeah. you you should be talking. You should be here listening twice as much as you're talking. Yeah. And so the Bible gives us this instruction, and we get it flipped up sometimes where we we're we're quick to talk and mm -hmm. and slow to listen. Mm -hmm. That's not what the Scripture is instructing us to do. Mm -hmm. So everyone should be quick to listen and slow to speak. Amen. The second uh, thing that we got to understand about the potential of verbally accepting Jesus Christ is it enables us to have complete self-control. Mm -hmm. It enables us to have complete self-control uh, when we accept verbally yeah. the authority of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. James 3, 2 says this. We all make mistakes. It goes on to say this. We all make mistakes often, mm -hmm. but those who don't make mistakes with their words have reached full maturity. Like bridled, like a bridled horse, they can control themselves entirely. Yes. Amen. That's what the text is telling us. It says something about being able to control your tongue gives you the ability to control every, your, yourself entirely. Mm -hmm. Being able to control your tongue. That's how important it is. That's how, that, that's the potential of, of giving Jesus authority over the words you speak. It, it speaks to your ability to give you self-control completely. This is important for us. It's important for us to surrender our words to, to Christ. Complete self-control. Complete self-control. Mm -hmm. James uh, 3, 3 through 5, it's, it says, and it keeps it speaks on this, keeps speaking on this. It mm -hmm. says, when we bridle horses and put bits in their mouths to lead them wherever we want, we can control their whole bodies. Mm -hmm. And so it's given us an example of how Controlling the mouth can control the whole body. And then verse four says, look at this. Another example, consider ships. They are so large that strong winds are needed to drive them. Yeah. But pilots direct their ships wherever they want with the little rudder. That's right. You mean this big old ship mm -hmm. is being controlled by a small rudder? Yeah, absolutely. It's giving us examples on how our lips, our words, our tongue can control our whole bodies. Amen. And verse five says, in the same way, even though the tongue is a small part of the body, it, it boasts wildly. Think about this. A small flame can set a whole forest on fire. Wow. So I like when the scripture gets uh, um, descriptive like this, mm -hmm. paints the picture like mm -hmm. this. And so just like 
a small fire, a small flame, one strike of a match, and even a spark can set a whole forest on fire. So it's true with the words, every word that comes out our mouth. It has a potential to do great harm or even great good. Mm-hmm. So depends on how we use it. Depends right? on how we use it. Yeah, man. So we got to so we got to surrender to verbally to the to the authority of Jesus Christ. It's Amen. in our best interest to do that, and in the best interest of everyone who has to hear what we gotta say That's or right. what we say. That's it right. ain't like we gotta say it, yeah. but uh, what we say. Yeah. So I, I, we have a chat question here and I wanna hear from you guys. I wanna hear your thoughts on this question. Here we go. And what situations do you think people most need to exercise more self-control? Is it A, in disagreements or conflict? <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Super Agent, <laughs> Fred says A, before I even finished. <laughs> B, in the celebrations or parties. Uh, C, in competitions or sports. Uh, D, while driving or traveling or E, something else. Wow, we got a lot of things popping up here. Okay. <laughs> Fred said A, disagreements uh, or conflicts immediately. The Turners, hey, Jane Jarrell says, says A as well. Um, Leanne, hey, Leanne also says A. Hello, Sanders. They say A and D. So D is what? While driving or traveling. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> uh, Daryl, Brother Daryl, hey. And, and Miss Reader, hello. You both say A. So A is winning the bunch. KJ, hello, son, is saying A. Jarrell says A. Okay, the first Sanders was Jade. Okay. <laughs> and Jade's Turner. Oh, I'm sorry. The first Turner, I'm sorry, was uh, Jade. So they both said A, though. Jarell and Jay said A. And then um, Nicole, hello there. Nicole says A. And <laughs> James says A, A, and A. <laughs> Brother James. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny that most people says A over and over again. Yes. And yeah. I and I can really appreciate D though. But I was thinking like all of the above. I mean, geez. But yeah, <laughs> disagreements or conflict, that kind of covers it though, right? Yeah, yeah. Because even when you're, you know, in competitions or sports, it's still your <laughs> a, a disagreement. Yes. A disagreement happens while you're traveling or driving. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> or while yes. you're in competition with sports. So sometimes they bl- right. they blend together. Huh? Yeah, all that blends <laughs> together. So yeah, I can I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. But I appreciate you guys' responses, but you can see that all of us can use more self-control. And the Bible is telling us that if we can start with controlling our our, our, <laughs> our tongue, uh, we'll, yeah. we'll, we can move the needle. All right. Wonderful. Thanks for your responses. Yeah, that was uh, great. The, the next point here, the thing that we got to understand, write this down. We must also understand that the consequences of not verbally accepting Jesus' authority, authority. Mm-hmm. we must understand the consequences of not accepting, uh, not verbally, verbally accepting, accepting yeah. Jesus' authority. Amen. So there's consequences to it. Yeah. We told you about the potential. Or what it could do. Now, if you don't do it, there is consequences. Mm -hmm. And I want to give you a couple things here. Mm -hmm. Number one, uh, we give evil opportunity to destroy 
our lives. Mm, yeah. Wow. Yeah. You give evil a chance <laughs> to destroy your life. Yeah. If you don't verbally accept the authority of Jesus Christ. Hmm, that's Look, serious. That's serious. <laughs> Look what James three six says. You you guys know you guys know and probably and may have experienced yourself personally mm -hmm. how your words just jacked up some aspects of your life. Yeah. And the thing about it that once it comes out, you can't take it back. Can't take it back. Even you know even that apologizing. You know, uh -huh. still that the words have been said. Yeah, yeah. The person it's, can forgive, <clears throat> but they won't always forget. Yeah, it. It, it, it. You know, yeah. they can't unhear it. We was talking about That's that. That's right. We talked about <laughs> last that last week, yeah. right, Fred? Yeah, yeah. You can't unhear that. <laughs> can't unhear it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so, and we all probably have things in our lives that have uh, been said that we heard that yeah. we can't unhear. That's right. And we've learned, though we were, we learned that uh, words. Words can hurt you. You know, that whole saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, mm -hmm. but words will never harm me. That is so a lie. Yeah, and we yeah. we might have believed it as young people, as yeah, kids, but yeah. no longer. It served its purpose in uh, school, coming up, and your parents tell you yeah. that to keep you out of trouble. But, yeah, it, it words do hurt. It wasn't the truth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, right. it was not the truth. All right. Yeah. And so... Uh, it, it can it can destroy our lives. And so look what it says here in James 3, 6. It says the tongue is a small flame of fire, mm -hmm. a world of evil at work in us. It contaminates our entire lives. Yes. So it says, yeah, that tongue, that mm -hmm. tongue, it's a fire and it's there's a whole lot of evil at work. Yeah. In our tongues, y'all know, y'all know, you've your tongue has displayed and conveyed and yeah. transferred mm -hmm. some evil in your life. I know I ain't by myself. Mm -hmm. I know I'm not by myself. KJ said facts. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And it contaminates all, uh, your life, and you had areas of your life contaminated because you could not. You said some stuff you shouldn't have said. Mm -hmm. you, you you know it. It's like, oh, I wish I hadn't have said that. But it's too late. Now the contamination process has started mm -hmm. and things is jacked up. Yeah. It's just messed up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you know, it's beef. It's beef happening. That number A in that in that polling question is on full blast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. right. In in the disagreement. Yeah. The disagreement. In the yeah. disagreement because you said something yeah. and now you you you, you didn't exercise self-control mm -hmm. and you said it. Now you jacked up for the next three, four days. <laughs> <laughs> it's just messed up. Yeah. You eat. Yeah. I mean, y'all, y'all know. Y'all know. Y'all been living long enough. Yeah, that's right. Um, you've seen it. And so it can do that. So that's one of the things that can happen if we don't surrender. The second thing that can happen um, if we don't surrender to the authority of Jesus Christ uh, verbally is we will live hypocritical lives. Mm. We will live hypocritical lives. Yeah. yeah. James 3, 7 through 12 says, people can tame and already have tamed every kind of animal, bird, reptile, and fish. Mm -hmm. No one can tame the tongue. Hmm. All right. No one can tame the tongue, though. Mm -hmm. All right. And so it's, a, it's important. So I said earlier that we need God. We need Jesus Christ to yeah. help us 
get that potential out that we can get out of giving our words to him. We need his power to do it. Mm -hmm. Nobody can tame the tongue. It mm -hmm. goes on to say, it is a restless evil full of deadly poison. Mm -hmm. Verse nine says, with it, we both bless the Lord mm. and father and curse human beings made in God's likeness. Oh, we got to pause on that for a minute. Okay. You mean with the same tongue that we give our blessings mm -hmm. to the Lord Jesus Christ and the father. You mean we curse people with that same tongue? That's what it says. Y'all know, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And you're cursing human beings who are in the made in his likeness. That's right. So while you're trying to bless God, you're cursing his likeness. Mm -hmm. And God said long time ago, let us make man in our image mm -hmm. and in our likeness. Yeah, that's good. So we have to be very careful about the words we say to each other in front of each other. It is critical. It is absolutely critical. Yeah. And we are being hypocritical at times when we come out saying hallelujah. And then we driving out the parking lot at the church. Cussing somebody out or saying some stuff we shouldn't say because they cut you off while you're trying to get out the church. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. That same tongue. With that same tongue. Yeah. You was, wasn't you just in there leading a song? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah, leading, you know, the song. leading the song, leading the prayer, leading the prayer, yes. preaching, preaching. Yeah, <laughs> you what yeah. you just preach? You, well, you what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. you, you you say well, no, nobody heard me. Well, you heard you. Mm -hmm. If you was in the car by the yourself, Lord heard you. the Lord heard you, yeah. and maybe your kids or your family heard you. Right. Yeah. It's it's hypocrisy. Mm -hmm. It's hypocrisy. Yes, it is. So we got to not do that. And then it reads on in verse 10. I mean, uh, yeah, verse, verse, verse 10, 10 reads mm -hmm. on. It says, again, blessings and cursings come from the same mouth. My brothers and sisters, it just shouldn't be this way. Mm -hmm. We know that it should not be this way. Yeah. And verse 11 says, both fresh water and salt water don't come from the same spring. Mm -hmm. It doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. Do they? Verse 12, my brothers and sisters, can a fig tree, can a fig tree produce olives? Can a grapevine produce figs? Of course not. And fresh water doesn't flow from a salt water spring either. Amen. So it's given us an analogy on why we should not be hypocritical mm -hmm. with our tongues, That's right. with our words. We have to be careful and we need to surrender verbally to and verbally accept the authority of Jesus Christ. Some serious stuff. Here. It's some serious mm -hmm. stuff. Okay. It has great potential and it has great consequences as well. Mm -hmm. So here, the last point I want to make today is C. We must understand the source of the words we speak. Mm -hmm. We got to understand where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. All right. And it, it might not be coming from where we might think it is. Yeah. So here, look at what the text says. Matthew 15, 10 through 11, and then verse 17 and 18. And this is Jesus talking, the one that we are accepting the authority of. This is him talking now. Mm -hmm. He says, 
it says here, Jesus called the crowd to him and said, listen and understand. Mm-hmm. I want to pause on that so that you can be in the scene. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jesus, Jesus saying he's, he's beckoning for the crowd. Y'all come over here. I got something. I got something to say to y'all. Yeah. Come on over. Come on over. You know, we, we, you know, come, come on in. Jesus says, come on into my zoom room. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm a, I'm a, y'all was broken. Y'all, y'all broke out into your groups, but we're going to bring you back to the main room right now. And I got something I want to say to all Mm y'all. Jesus says, all (laughs) y'all. I want to say something to all y'all. He says, I want you to listen. He called the crowd in and understand. Verse 11 goes on to say, what goes into someone's mouth does not defile them. Mm-hmm. But what comes out of their mouth, that is what defiles them. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all get that? Yeah. Now, just to give you some context here, they were criticizing Jesus and his disciples because his disciples were eating without washing their hands. Hmm. They made a big, big stink about the fact they were eating food without washing their hands. And Jesus said, y'all, y'all, come on over here. Let me talk to you. Y'all got this thing all mixed up. And he said, what goes into your mouth Mm -hmm. is not what defiles you. It's what comes out Out. of your mouth (laughs) that defiles you. Mm -hmm. He had to correct them. They they, They had it all wrong. They had it all twisted. Yeah. And and then verse 17 and 18, he, he repeats it and gives a little more uh, flavor. It says, don't you see that whatever enters your mouth goes into your stomach and then out of the body? But the things that come out of a person's mouth comes from the heart mm-hmm. and these defile them. Yes. Amen. So you see, now this may be a hard pill for you to swallow. This may be a difficult truth for you to embrace. That what comes out your mouth comes from your heart. Mm-hmm. See, we like to say uh, that we've, we said certain things because of what someone else said or did to us. You know, we like to say, I called you a bleep bleep. Because you called me a bleep bleep. Mm-hmm. That's what we like to say. Yeah. <laughs> right? And I wouldn't have called you that if you hadn't called me that. That's what we like to say. Mm-hmm. But that's not what Jesus says. Yeah. Jesus says, no, what comes out your mouth comes out your heart. That's what Jesus says. Mm-hmm. All right? He says, no, you call them a bleep bleep because you got bleep bleep in your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why you did it. That's right. That's right. He's saying the source of whatever we say comes out of our own hearts. Our verbal acceptance of Jesus' authority depends on our internal acceptance of Jesus' authority. That's right. And we 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 had a message on internal acceptance. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say that again. Our verbal acceptance Mm -hmm. of Jesus's authority depends on our internal acceptance of Jesus's authority. It comes out our heart. Yes, it does. So I know I know it might be a hard pill to swallow, you know, because you already said before, even thinking I wouldn't have said it uh, if if they hadn't said it to me. Maybe you wouldn't have said it Uh in that context. Mm -hmm. 
or you met the worst or but I would I would venture to think that you at least thought it and you probably have said it to yourself at some point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um and 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 so but Jesus is telling us here, make no mistakes about it. What comes out your mouth comes out your heart. Mm-hmm. It Amen. comes from your heart. Amen. Okay. That's, right. That's the truth that we got to embrace and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and hold on to. Look at what Psalms 19, 14 says. Uh, I know this is Brother Daryl's, one of Daryl's favorite scriptures. <laughs> it says, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Man. This is a Psalm of David. Yeah. And what this psalm is telling us that there is a direct relationship (laughs) between what comes out my mouth Mm -hmm. and what's in my heart. Amen. (laughs) And David acknowledged it. He says, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart. (laughs) Okay. Be acceptable. Okay. Be acceptable. Because he he says, no, there's a direct relationship Mm -hmm. between the two. Mm -hmm. And we got to understand that. We got to embrace that. There is a direct relationship between what comes out your mouth and what's happening in your heart. Okay. And he, and and so make no, make no bones about that. Mm -hmm. And David, the same writer, he says in Psalms 51, 10, In Psalms 51.10. And and so you can understand this this man and how he thinks and understands things. He says, create in me (laughs) a pure heart, O God, (laughs) and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Amen. Because he understands the relationship Amen. between what comes out his mouth mm-hmm. and, and what in his life and his and his heart. So he says, Lord, I need you to create in me a pure heart. Amen. Amen. That's good. That's what I need you to do. Mm-hmm. And so, yes. And then uh, we we in our in our message on internal acceptance. Mm-hmm. We also talked about what Jesus uh, said, the the uh, beckoning that Jesus gave in Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. And this is relevant to this. He says, come to me, mm-hmm. all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Yes. I'm going to pause on that for a moment okay. because the thing that we are wrestling with, the thing that we need rest from the most is not what's going on outside of us, but what's going on inside of us. Amen. That's what we need rest from the most. And Jesus understands that. So when he says, come to me, everybody who's weary and burdened, Mm -hmm. it speaks largely to your internal weariness, your internal burdens, some of which you may not have told anybody about before. That's right. That's right. Yes. Some pains you have and troubles you have that you may not have even told anybody but God about. Amen. Especially that. Yes. Yes. 
Amen. Jesus says, come, mm -hmm. bring that weariness, bring that burden to me. And he says, I will give you rest mm -hmm. from that weariness, that wrestling, that internal wrestling. That internal wrestling that causes you to say and do certain things. Amen. He says, I'll give you rest. I'll give you rest from the source of of your bleep bleeps and your words that you say that are not appropriate. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you rest from that. That's causing you to say those things, do those things. He goes on to say in verse 29, Matthew 11, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart mm -hmm. and you will find rest. For your souls. Yes. So Jesus says, learn from me what's in my heart. So that that can be in your heart. And you can get rest. And then you won't say. A bunch of that stuff that you would normally say. Because you've come to him and gotten the rest. Mm -hmm. He says, you'll find rest for your souls. And verse 30 says, my yoke. For my yoke is easy. And my burden. It's light. Jesus is saying, I'll give you salvation. I'll rescue you from that weariness and that burden that's going on on the inside. Mm -hmm. I'll, 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 I'll do that. I'll, I'll solve that issue for you. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin. And I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus, draw closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. I want to let that marinate on you a little bit. And I know, I know we, we some of you, you might have, we already kind of know that kind of, but let it marinate. Let, let that sink in a little bit. He tells us that this world will, in this world we're going to have trouble. And then he prays to the Father not to take us out of here, to leave us here in the trouble. Thank you for listening.